0: I open and close my mouth, but it feels like cotton wool has been stuffed in there. It's sucking the life out of me. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth, like how the communion wafers used to when I was a kid and my father dragged me to church on Sunday mornings. Only now, instead of tasting like stale, unsweetened wafer, my mouth tastes like the inside of a rubbish bin. I grind one fist into gritty eyes and find my other arm has gone to sleep. Pins and needles shoot down from my shoulder as I try to open and close my hand, forcing the blood to pump back into where it's been cut off from being stuck under my body. I'm on my back, staring up at a ceiling. I know it's not mine because the white paint doesn't have an ugly crack running through it. It's also missing the cobwebs swaying in the corners and the spot of bubbling from water damage when the apartment above us flooded their bathtub. Where am I? With great effort, I roll onto my side, my dead arm still tingling. I'm in a hotel room. The view looks right out over Melbourne's central business district, and the city glitters, sunlight bouncing off the office towers and apartment complexes as the Yarra River cuts a snaking line through it all. From up here... The reflection of the sky makes the water look blue when I know, in fact, that it's a muddy, murky brown, like always. But the view isn't the only beautiful thing here. The inside of the room holds its own. There's a blue velvet couch and a huge telly and... Holy shit, is that a six-seater dining table? I push up into a sitting position, my head pounding in protest. This isn't any old hotel room. This is a sweet, an expensive one. What the bloody hell happened last night? There's a soft knock at the door. Housekeeping. Shit. Just a sec, I call back. I'm naked as the day I was born. Swinging my hand down over the edge of the bed, I grope for the dress that lies crumpled on the floor. The black fabric has a chic side panel of wet look material and it gleams in the bright sunlight. I get off the bed and pull the dress over my head, not even bothering to locate my bra. Did I even wear a bra last night? I don't remember that. I don't remember anything. My underwear, thankfully, is within easy reach, and I pull it up over my thighs and hips, smoothing the dress back down over the top. That's better. I catch a glimpse of myself in a large, gilt mirror hanging on the far wall, and I look like something meant to scare small children. Tangled mass of red hair, soot-smudged eyes, and a grim expression. I'm paler than usual, and there's a smear of red at the corner of my lips. I catch it with my thumb, rubbing to remove it, but the action only makes it worse. My head pounds like someone is jamming a fist against the back of my eye, using my skull as a punching bag. The knocking starts again. I said just a sec! This time my words have an edge to them it must be well past the checkout time, so what's new? Dad always used to say my name was Kylie, be there in a sec, Robbins. Perpetually late, perpetually disorganised, perpetually on the back foot, or so people thought. When I was younger, I claimed I didn't care if people underestimated me because then I had the chance to take them by surprise. Nobody suspects the hot mess to pull a rabbit out of a hat. These days, though, I'm not being underestimated. I am being accurately estimated. I hear the electronic lock whirr as I grab my handbag from one of the velvet seats by a small round table where a bottle of champagne sits in a silver bucket, the ice long melted. My bag has been tipped over, and its contents, a chaotic rainbow of receipts and chocolate bar wrappers and pots of lip balm and bobby pins, are scattered on the couch. I scoop them back in. On the table, another bottle of champagne lies on its side, a small dribble of gold liquid shimmering on the glass surface. A third bottle sits on the floor. It has maybe a quarter left in it, and I won't lie. If it weren't for the housekeeper standing in the doorway, her judgment boring into me like lasers, I would have taken a swig. That's another dadism for you. Grog is grog. Doesn't matter if it comes from a bottle or a bag. Drink enough, and it'll work just the same.